Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams, brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Hi there and welcome back. My name is Neil Driscoll and I'm the founder of Above and Beyond Boating. Today, the podcast is going to be talking to you about your crew induction. So, what this is all about is when you're bringing people onto your boat, on one side, um, you do actually just have a duty of care to you know, show them around the boat in some way and help them, uh, help them understand what's going on. But also, um, just in terms of a little bit of basic safety to make sure that, uh, particularly if something was to happen to you as the skipper, uh, and you've got people on board that might not know, you know anything about boats or sailing, that they uh, would be able to take some action and uh, look after you. So this can be quite a massive topic, and I, um, I've broken it down into looking at three headings uh, with a model which I've been applying for uh, or two trips from doing something as basic as jumping on a boat and running around to a fuel wharf in, a, in the marina and coming back and going all the way through to putting a bunch of people on a boat that they don't know each other or the boat and going across an ocean. So first of all, any trip, it's important that there is a, a briefing and, um, and we need you to kind of be clear on if we're, if we're talking about inducting people into the boat, so things like you know, how the domestics work and the toilets and where they should put their stuff and, you know, using the fridge and all those kind of things. Or if we're actually talking about the safety um, and uh, and what, what that might involve. Now, <clears throat> the other side of this is yeah, the phrase we use is, you know, don't teach your grandma to suck eggs, which I don't think any of our grandmas are sucking eggs anymore. But the the, the key thing is, I find people will say to me, oh, I didn't need to bother doing that because they've been on boats all the time. I said, well, that's really good. And what we do is um, talk about, you know, one easy area is engine starting. So, you know, a long time ago, well, depending how far back you go, but some boats used to have crank handles and things. We don't find many of those anymore. But um, a lot of newer boats now don't have keys to start the engine. They've got a combination of, um, buttons that you need to press and you know, the button panel might not be that easy to find so for example although you might have someone on your boat that's been sailing for 20 years it's still reasonable that they might not have any idea that they need to push the little button that's got a star on it followed by the uh, the other button on the other side of the panel to get the engine to start so everyone even if they're experienced will need some sort of induction into your boat and what what can be useful is if you take a bit of time before you get them on board and have a think about what do I need this person to know for the trip that we're undertaking. Now, I break this down under the three headings of fire, flooding, and falling off. Now, each of these are quite um, significant topics, but I just break them down and give you some ideas to think about. So, for example, with fire, uh, if I say to you now, what, what's the first thing you're going to tell someone about fire? Nearly all of you will be thinking fire extinguishers. And fire extinguishers are an important and interesting thing to talk to people about. However, I would encourage you to think uh, bigger picture. So, for example, 
Uh, am I going to talk to them about the exits on the boat or how the hatches um, are locked or might be unlocked or dogged, um, hopefully? Um, or if they're completely new to boats, just maybe letting them know that, you know, if, if there is a fire, this is where we meet and this is how you, um, you know, you stay on the boat and please don't jump off unless that's a direction from the master, which might sound obvious, but I can assure you most people that are new to boats, if they see smoke coming out the inside, they're just going to jump off. And if you've got people in the boat, off the boat and on the boat, and you don't know who's where, what could be a relatively solvable situation just got quite serious. So having a think about that, and you know, that might mean that you've got someone coming to your boat that's um, sailed on the boat all the time and they know where the exits are. Uh, and you're about to do a bigger trip with them and that's where you might then make sure that they're more clued up on things like the firefighting equipment or um, things they might use to call for help in the event of a fire. Going beyond that, flooding is, um, a, I use the heading to think about, you know, we, we understand the idea of flooding with just the water coming into the boat, but I use it to think about in terms of if we, it looked like we were no longer going to have the boat that we're on, it's it's sunk. What do people actually need to know? Uh, generally, that would start with getting getting help coming, as that might be just talking to them about where an EPIRB is and turning it on, or um, maybe how the radio works. And then beyond that, might be you know things that we might need to take with us or activate in the event of an abandonment, such as a life raft or you know an EPIRB or a grab bag, and so on. Now. Uh, I'll carry on to falling off and then we'll, we'll look at breaking down the different trips. So falling off again is, um, you know, one side might be what happens if they fall off. So showing them uh, how to uh, inflate their life jacket or talking to them about if they would be comfortable treading water for five to ten minutes while you got a boat back to them. If you and they decided you're not wear, they're not going to wear a life jacket. Um, but also making sure that people know what they should do should you fall off? So uh, how to bring the engine into neutral or control the sails or call for help or whatever it is that you want them to be able to do. Now, when we look at these three, fire, flooding and falling off, uh, it then naturally starts to make the planning of what you're going to talk to people about when they get to the boat a lot easier because if you're doing a, a short day trip going out for lunch, um, then you might not need to talk to people about all sorts of different areas on board. Whereas if you're looking at doing a, a bigger trip, uh, then there might be a bit more detail that needs to go into it. And where a three-minute uh, induction or briefing might be perfectly adequate for uh, one trip, you might find that you need to do a, a more involved and longer briefing for another one. And um, in the extreme, I talked about uh, you know bringing a bunch of uh, semi-professionals together to go across an ocean. And in that scenario, I, I mean, I'd actually trained and worked with everyone at different points, but when looking at the skills and the knowledge of each one, I actually decided for the whole fire flooding falling off, I would do a an individual session with each person looking at what their roles and responsibilities and things that they needed to know about on board would be based on their skill base and capabilities. Then we actually, once I'd done that with people as a manageable chunk, then we came together as a team and that's where we then looked at doing a fire drill, doing an evacuation drill, doing a man overboard recovery drill where we assume that I've gone overboard. So that everyone then is getting information that's relevant to them 
Um, so a little bit of planning with this one can, uh, can go a long way. Uh, on our website, uh, abboating.com, we do have um, in our read section uh, various resources you can use to download for your briefing notes and um, let us know how you get on. Thanks very much and we'll see you next time.